like I said, drinking from a leadership fire hose. Um, it was awesome because uh, Chad was texting me a bunch of stuff. I'm like, yeah, you definitely need to talk about that. You definitely need to talk about that. So, uh, Chad, bring them into our side conversation uh, on the high impact habits for successful leaders. Definitely. Man, Craig Groeschel just nailed it. And, and by the way, those three books he said at the beginning, I, I've read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, which is powerful. I haven't read the other two, though. So I'm excited to get those and, and read them. Um, I think everything he said was so, so powerful. But a lot of this really boils down to that statement that he said that successful people do uh, consistently what unsuccessful people do occasionally. Or put another way, successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Bottom line is anybody can be successful. And, you know, every big impact, like he said, it's a result of small, wise habits. You know, there's this, there's this philosophy, it's called the slight edge philosophy. And basically what it says is that being successful and being unsuccessful, it's easy. Both of them are easy to do and they're easy not to do. Very easy to do, very easy not to do. You're either choosing the simple disciplines that are made consistently over time, or you're choosing the simple errors and judgment that are made over time. So you choose the simple disciplines or the simple errors. Think of a scale. You know, when you, when you get on a scale and you put something on this side, it makes this side go up, makes this side go up. Well, it just depends on which end of the scale you're adding to. Are you adding to the, the simple disciplines? Are you adding to the, are you making the simple errors and judgment? You know, it could be maybe this year you said you're going to you're going to work out. Uh, you're going to you're going to lose 20 pounds. And part of your plan to lose 20 pounds is you're going to do the two most important things. You're going to eat less and work out more. Or maybe you're going to sweat every day, which means you're going to run or you're going to do some push ups. You're going to go to the gym. I don't know whatever you decided to do. But each day you have to make that small decision of sweating or working out or whatever. And the other small decision of denying your flesh maybe the, the donut or the cinnamon roll or the fill in the blank, the cake or, or whatever it is. And you and I, in those moments in time, we get to make those little choices. You know, you can literally, and you guys, I'm sure would agree with this. You could take two twins that are built exactly the same way, the same DNA, and they look the same. And right now they're 25 years old. And you take the one that, that eats fast food three, four times a week. And you take the one that eats healthy three, four times a week. And over a day and a week, and maybe even a month, they're probably still going to look exactly the same, but go take a look at them a couple of years down the road with Joel and you'll say, Oh, that twin is making good choices. That twin isn't. It's the same way with anything. It's the same way with our bank account uh, balances. It's the same way with our health. It's the same way with our businesses. It's the same for everything. So that's the slight edge and it's easy to do easy not to do just like everything that's recommended to build a business. Everything that's recommended to raise your kids be a good spouse, be healthy, all those little daily decisions. And they're consistent. I think I was, I always love the popcorn analogy because, you know, in, in 90 days has always been magical for me. I think latest studies say it takes about 63 days to form a brand new habit that's going to stick. So you have to do it consistently 63 days. But 90 is cool because if you put popcorn in the microwave, I think it takes about 90 seconds to get some serious, good bag of popcorn. I think most of the time it says a minute and a half, two and a half minutes, but 90 seconds. But if you leave your popcorn in there for half that 45 seconds, you disrupt the process. It's almost like you got to start over again. Like if I go to my microwave and I go 45 seconds, I'm probably not going to hear you popping yet. And I open it for 45 seconds. 
well, now I got to start over. I lost the 45 second of momentum. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. Like maybe even now 20, what are we 18 days into January? Some people have already probably aborted mission on their, on their new year's resolutions. You just have to put in the time and it feels so good. Cause you're like, Oh wow, 90 days went by quick. And you're like, look how much I changed. Look at, look at this new muscle. Look, I lost 10 pounds in 90 days. So that's, that's so important. And I love, I says, don't focus on the what as much as you focus on the how, because that is just such a huge part of it. It's almost like when you, when you have a goal sitting on a, a destination or I love how John Maxwell would say, it's, it's not about uh, hitting the finish line. It's about how far can you go? There's no finish line. You know, when it comes to being successful as a human, there's always more to be successful at. So I love that goals don't determine success. Systems determine success. You don't rise to your goals. You fall to the level of your systems and your systems are built off your philosophies and your attitudes and your action, which lead to your results, which lead to your lifestyle. So you have to go back to your philosophy and you just have to say, like with the smoking thing, I'm done. I am not a smoker. When someone says you want to smoke, I am, I am powerful, powerful words in that, in those identity statements, I am this, or I am not that, right? Um, don't wrongly conclude that small, wise decisions don't matter that much. Small, unwise decision, the, the small, unwise decisions matter too over time. And again, it's just those, it's that slight edge, right? You're either moving, the momentum is going up or going down. We've heard so many times, Joel, that you don't really maintain anything in life. You're either getting more healthy or you're getting less healthy. You're getting your, your marriage, you know, you're either working on your marriage or by default, you're working on your divorce. Default mode drifts downhill. Nothing drifts uphill. And that's so important to understand those areas that you want to, that you want to grow in. You want to have uh, successful children. You have to you have to put energy and you have to put time there. You have to make those small decisions over time that make all the big difference. Dave Ramsey's momentum theory. A lot of, you know, Dave Ramsey. I love Dave Ramsey. You know, we, uh, one of his conferences, his daughter was there and it was, it was a game changer for me, that conference. Cause it was just like, okay, I'm all in now. I'm, I'm, I'm in with what she's saying. I'm hearing her. I'm implementing it. You know, that year we went and we put our debt like on the wall. Uh, at the It Works conference, we all went up there and wrote down our debt, put it on the wall. And then that over that next couple of years, you would, it would be mind blowing to you how many people canceled so much debt, got rid of so much debt. For Dre and I, we literally went on the Dave Ramsey show like within a year and we did the debt free screen because on my birthday, we officially had no other than our house. We had no credit card debt. We had no student loan debt. We had no uh, car payment, nothing. And we went on there and it was, it was powerful. My kids had no clue what was happening. They were like running around the studio and they were just like, let's all scream together. Yeah, we're debt free. We don't know what that means, but it was, it, it marked them. It was so, so cool. But here's his formula. I love it. Focused intensity over time, over time, you got to remember the time part, multiplied by God equals unstoppable momentum. Man, I know for those of you on here that have experienced unstoppable momentum at any, any point in your life, it is so worth it when you start experiencing the unstoppable momentum, but you have to get through the beginning stages. You know, when you start uh, getting serious about your health and you start denying your body what it wants in the moment, you go through some pain, right? You go through some, when you're a kid and you're growing, you go through growing pains. When you're a mom and you're having a baby, you're going through labor, 
right? So there is a, there is a process, but Hebrews 12, 11 tells us, you know, that, 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 uh, that discipline seems unpleasant at the time later on, however, see, here's the prize for who keeps going, the few, the brave, the proud, the Marines, no, I'm just kidding. But for those who, who keep going, you know, later on, however, it produces a harvest of peace and righteousness for those who have been trained by it. And when you're an adult, no one's going to force you to be disciplined. You can put the kids to bed and sit up late at night, eat the two bags of chips if you want to. <laughs> no one's going to stop you, right? You got to stop you. It comes down to that. So that's the, the philosophy. Focused intensity over time multiplied by God equals unstoppable momentum. It's the things that no one sees that brings about the big results that everyone wants. It's, it's funny to hear people like, like Craig say this or, or John Max. So everybody wants the results. Everybody wants the, the bajillion online churches, right? Or John Maxwell, you know, who's, who's uh, done so much in so many different countries and just written a hundred books, right? They're like, I want to be him, but they don't see the, the, with the seeds that were underground and all that happened underground before the fruit started to come up out of the ground. And so there's a price to pay. And, and you know, I like to say that we either, we either pay the price now in discipline or later we pay the price of pain plus tax. So we're going to pay, we're going to pay the pain. And, you know, the fertile, the failure is the fertilizer of success. You might as well, if you're afraid of failure right now, you might as well just uh, uh, stop doing that and just embrace the suck. Cause I think there's a book embrace the suck. And when you embrace the suck, you're just, you're plowing through, you're getting there quicker. So when it comes down to your identity, who, who do you want to become? You know, when you say, who am I? Like, who are you? Yeah, that's, some, that's something you got to figure out. You know, there's a book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and I love the one of the habits is, is called Be Proactive. And being proactive ultimately is deciding now, like, who you're going to be, where you're going and who you're going to be. And, and, and the ultimate, ultimate experience is, you know, to think right now that 50, 60, 100 years from now, here you are, you know, if you close your eyes and you picture yourself, here you are, you're at a, a funeral home. You walk up to the front and that's you, you're in the casket. So you get to go back and hang out. You get to be a fly on the wall at your own funeral. That'd be cool, huh? So you're back in the back of the room. And first of all, how many people are there? Are there 10? Are there 10,000? You, you kind of get to determine that. You think about it, right? Your kids each get to speak. What are they saying about you? You get to determine. You get to make choices now that will determine that. You, it won't be a question. You already know what they're going to say about you. How cool is that? What about your spouse? What about your business partners? What about your best friends? What about your parents? What about your siblings? When they come up and they get their one minute, what are they saying about you? Because see, you and I, if we begin with the end in mind, which that's the actual habit, be proactive is another one of the seven, but begin with the end in mind. So ultimately, it's like a lot of you right now, you've begun with the end in mind of this year, 2022. The end of 2022, you know, we got 12 rounds, right? January, February, March, 12 rounds of this year. How much ground are you going to, are you going to advance your territory in 2022? Are things going to get better consistently because you're setting up the correct uh, systems and philosophies to guarantee that things get better in 2022 because you have the ability to do that. So Joel, uh, Craig gets me fired up a little bit and uh, you know, I had a lot more here on the notes, but I, I know that I probably got like 90% of them and I, I want you to have a little bit of meat left on the bone. So thanks again for, for hosting this and uh, it was a good, really good one.
Yeah. Th- thanks for that. Uh, I, I have a couple left, I guess, that I can go over. So uh, I guess the first one that I wanted to go over, you, you're talking about some quotes from John Maxwell. And there's a perfect one from John Maxwell to start everything off. It says, I can predict the long-term outcomes of your success if you show me your daily habits. Because a lot of this comes down to your habits. Your habits, they they matter more than you imagine. Uh, that's that's why he started off with those three books. And I'll just go over them again. The Power of Habit by Charles Dugan or Duhigg, uh, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and Atomic Habits by James Clear. And if you haven't read any of those, uh, definitely put those on your list because most of us are, are chasing this super habit, this one thing that's going to crush everything that we do. It's going to change the outcome of our entire life. But what these guys talk about is it's the small little things that are done over time that compound into bigger, more successful results. And he said, you know, the potential of your leadership is a direct result of the quality of your habits, because big impacts normally happen from small compounding rather than just one giant habit that you choose. So look today to find out what kind of habits you have and which ones need to be adjusted and how you can adjust them in small amounts. He said, you know, the good news is everybody's creating habits right now because it's the beginning of the year. It's time for everybody to make New Year's resolutions. We're a couple weeks into January and people are still plowing along on those. But the bad news is that 92% of those resolutions don't last past mid-February. So you right now are in that turning point of, are you going to stay committed to those things that you talked about? Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. That's one of the, the best success quotes that there is because of the fact that it talks about consistency and persistency and what that does for compounding when it comes to your habits. But he says, one of the problems is, is that we focus on what, but we don't understand how, you know, we focus on what the goal is, but goals don't determine your success. You know, your goal could be to have a a great lasting marriage. But the thing is, is that if you don't have a system in place to work on your marriage, it's one of those things that is done in the backseat. It's not going to become successful. He said, you have to make sure that you have a system in place to reach those goals. And that, that's what I, I love when he talks about you don't rise. And you talked about this too, Chad. You don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And, and for what we do with It Works, it's great because we have a system in place. You know, we talk about the income chart. And when we look at the income chart, we know that based on which one of those you choose, there's a path to get there. We know how much work it's going to take. You know, if you want to get to a diamond income of around $2,000 a month, we know that the foundation of that is building rubies. And there's a system to building rubies. And that is the foreign friend program. So if you build foreign a friend, it'll eventually build a ruby. And then you take the rubies and build the diamond. So there is a system in place. But just because you have the system in place doesn't mean that it's enough because we tend to get off track because we don't see progress fast enough. And what he said is we're a result of wrongly concluding to two of these thoughts. One is small wise decisions don't matter much and small unwise decisions don't matter much. Like Chad was saying about the scale, you've got a scale and depending on if you're making right choices or wrong choices, the balance leans on that scale. 
but even just the smallest choices that you don't think matter can tip that scale one way or another on your path to success. It says our life as leaders are the sum total of small decisions, not all decisions, not big decisions, but the small decisions that you make. Because when your habits are right, but you don't see the results immediately. I mean, how many of you have those people on your team? They get in and then they're doing the work, but they're not seeing the fruit of their labor. They think it's being wasted and they quit. You know, we've got a great image of the guy that's digging for diamonds and he's, you know, chopping into the ground, chopping into the ground, chopping into the ground, and then he's not finding the diamonds, so he stops. But when you look at that end picture, there's only two inches left of dirt before he hits the diamonds in the mine. He said, your work isn't being wasted, it's being stored up. So when you're doing good things constantly, it's not being wasted, it's being stored up until the time that it all releases and you see the fruit of those results. You know, it's the things that no one sees that you're doing that brings the results that everyone wants. You know, people see the stuff that we have and the the success that we have, but you weren't around when we were standing in food lines, losing things, working day and night, 12 to 16 hours so that we could get to the point of where we had the things that we needed to become successful. Are you willing to work in the dark that's one of the things that uh, I heard Ed Milet and Joel Osteen talking about is most people think that the day starts when it's light out. But when God created everything, he created everything in the darkness. So when you're in that darkness spot, that is where you are building and growing. And he said, the third thing is our negative self-perception sabotages our success. The way that you see yourself as a leader or as a hard worker, or as a person that takes action, ultimately determines whether or not you sabotage your own success. He said, with unhealthy identities, if you don't see yourself in the best possible way and reinforce that with the way that you say, he goes, this is what the cycle is. Unhealthy identity creates unwise habits, and then unwise habits reinforces your unhealthy identity. So if you say, that I'm not going to do something and I don't ever do something. And, you know, these are the things that I don't do. Well, guess what? By you not doing them, that reinforces what you're saying about yourself. But if you're saying, you know, like Chad was saying with the smokers, if he's saying, I'm not a smoker, next thing you know, you are not a smoker because you're taking the actions necessary and they compound to that point. Said you need to have who goals. Who do you want to become this year? Think about that. Do you want to be a leader who loves people, a leader who develops people, a leader who knows that they have integrity? Are you a disciplined leader and that people admire and respect you? These are some of the things that you need to think about. When you know who you are as a leader, you will know what to do. You need to identify and change your action because identity shapes action and healthy identities create healthy habits. And so what Craig ended up with today is he said, make sure to make three I am statements. So what are the things that you want to say about yourself this year that are going to form the habits to create who you're going to be by the end of the year? So when you create the I am statements for your leadership, Say them out loud to yourself every morning in the mirror and watch what happens as your year progresses. 
And eventually those statements will become who you are. Guys, we hope this helped you. Hopefully you enjoyed it and took lots of notes. Go back through and listen to it again. Get ready because I know the next two parts are coming up here in the next couple of weeks and uh, we'll dive deeper into this. But for today, get down those I am statements. Go out and make it an amazing week. And I hope your week is as amazing as you guys are. We'll see you soon.